welcome to this week's episode of more tech i'm your host and this is my lovely oh, wait hold on a second it's there we go this is my lovely co-host for hello and welcome to 2019 how are you feeling vicky new year new you um uh, yeah see me <laughs> fair enough well, guys, this year, as per the generally the beginning of the year, uh, we typically have an event called CES, or the Consumer Electronics Show, that happens, and typically all the bigwigs like to come out and show us what they've got, at least store it for us for this year. At least the large majority of them do. We have a few that throw shade, like Apple. <laughs> well, they'll... <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about, Vicky. Uh, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, apparently Apple decided to throw up a billboard type advertisement that's quite large, saying that what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. And we will completely forget the whole iCloud fiasco that happened a few years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, while Apple did not attend the event in person, they decided to be there in heart. And apparently the news. But overall, this place is generally where you'd find some interesting products that would come out within the, well, Hopefully this year, some of these products are essentially what you'd call vaporware, where they show them off, they get you hyped up, and then they just never come. Razor is especially known to do this. Um, yeah. Am I wrong? Like, I still remember when I went to CES, they had a modular like desktop tower. Everyone was going gaga, wondering when Razor was actually going to finally announce it. And that has been, what? three four years now and it's still not out yet and i don't think it ever will be so yeah you have stuff like that and then you've got the off the beat ones like credit cards that have chips in them that allow you to register a bunch of different credit cards on it so yeah there's some weird ones out there but this is 2000 ces 2019 where we have new stuff and I'm not going off of my past experience. So honestly, I've seen some interesting stuff this year. Um, but I mean, I don't know about you, Vicky overall for me, CES hasn't really. Wowed me. Yeah. Oh, for it, me personally, this yeah. year it was just like, Oh, okay. I think last year was, I don't know, I thought last year I was a bit more enthused about it, but this is just so like, oh, that's neat, that's cool, and then that's it. Yeah, like, there were some interesting things, but it's like a handful, like, probably like half of a handful that were, like, really interesting. There's some really odd things as well, and creepy ones. Oh, we had some creepy ones. Okay, Vicky's onto something. Okay, Ex explain the the creepy one for me. The creepy one. I think for me, the most creepiest ones were 
Samsung, the Samsung bots. Okay, I'll elaborate on that one just a little bit. I don't think I actually um, saw that one. Well, this is from like Samsung's uh, that little, that little uh, presentation that they had at CES. And they mm. showed like these little bots that, well, one was basically an air purifier, but they, they took a regular standard air purifier that just sits there and they turned it into a bot. So they gave it like a face and everything, which is very creepy considering that we had. I don't know if anybody watched the movie, but Next Gen came out last year. Uh, like the bots were, were basically kind of like pets in a way, but they did just what everything you told them to do. But at the same time, they were being controlled. They had like a bomb secretly planted in them. And the, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember the guy, what the guy name was from the villain for the sh uh, movie, but the villain was basically like, "Oh man, this is spoiler territory." Okay, so spoiler <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> the villain was basically like a robot, and he—it was basically a human, but the robot killed the human and took over his body, basically. And Ooh. he was planning on like killing all of the humans and turning all of them into robots. So like all the, the little bots that they had following them around that they had purchased were set to basically blow up and kill all the humans so that they could make a complete robot world. So when I saw, you know, okay. like someone had that little bot, I just like my mind automatically went there. I just felt like, uh, they clearly didn't watch Next Gen. I like the 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 bots was kind of similar to the visitors like the the facial feature for the bots is similar to it, and then I think I saw LG had it was LG, I think it was LG another company had like similar bots too. I just was like okay, clearly this is the year for bots, and then um, Lovolt had like like this yoga looking bot. It's very creepy as well. I remember seeing like a bot that required you to pretty much play with it. Like otherwise it would how should I say this? Capset? Kind of. Like it was a pet without actually being a pet. Um it's very weird. Like it has a face on it and everything. It has arms and it'll try to like raise his arms up and like get your attention. <laughs> And like it'll make noise, and like the more you pet it, it'll actually like go to sleep, and or the more like you cuddle it, or whatever it is. Like it was. I think that might be that might be the same. Um, the Lovo, the Lovot, Lovot. I think that was. Um, I think that was it. Yeah. Yes. That. And like the the yeah. Samsung the air purifier, like it would it would basically it's kind of like, oh man, the robotic vacuum cleaners. We just like let them run around the house. So, yeah, it's kind of like that. But they run around the house looking for like uh, contaminated air. And when it finds con the contaminated air, it lights up and like it makes it this mad face. It makes it this mad face to I guess express that you know that it's contaminated. And it's like, oh God, and no. it, it like continues to uh, the process that you know it needs to um, contaminate the air. So well, clean the air. So like it filters the air and, and produces clean air. It's very, it's very odd. They gave, like they gave robots emotions, well, programmed emotions more or less. Yeah, like I. 
that's always been a, like a weird thing just like how far will they go with well this whole kind of thing and you know where should i put this robots on a whole like i think people are trying to look for that rosie the robot from the jetsons essentially and because she was dusting the house cooking cleaning uh taking care of the kids like all that kind of stuff and so it's kind of like She's the nanny bot. Essentially, yeah. But, like, all these little bots are essentially doing the same thing, just they're differentiated. They're not one thing. So I'm kind of wondering, like, is there... Will there really be a day that we have a Rosie? And will they actually, like, dedicate it to Rosie? <laughs> that would be neat. Way in the future. Way in the future. Do bots that now? Mm-mm. They're just creepy. That's true. But then again, look at the basic... If you, do you remember, like, what Rosie looked like? Mm-hmm. So, she's essentially got two red eyes, a boxy smile, and a bulky exterior. Like, would you really not say, like, if someone was to make something that looked like Rosie in real life, it would not creep you out? <laughs> it would. I would creep me it out. It would. I think. I think it would. It would really be like the red eyes, because you know, usually like persons associate red with um like stuff exactly. or some some negative feedback. So if they don't make the air, the eyes red, then I should be fine. Somewhat, maybe. <laughs> it it would be interesting to see like a concept of that actually happen. But there was, okay, so this one for me wasn't necessarily, like, creepy, but it was weird in how they actually, like, did it. And that was, uh, did you see the smart block of wood? Yeah, I want it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, when okay. I saw my eyes, like, is this like a piece of wood? And like, it looked like the pink, the pink, um, mixing tool. Yeah, exactly. Like, this was, this was a piece of tech, not, it feels weird to call a piece of wood, piece of technology. Pizza, yeah. Um, essentially what it is though, folks, it's, it's a Kickstarter by Miu that has essentially, like, succeeded in his kick fund, kickstart crowdfunding kickstarter um and how should i put this it is a long piece of wood that has a bunch of holes inside of it that allow the light to essentially come through it has like a little uh coating in front of it essentially and it's both touch and voice activated. And it works with Alexa. If I remember correctly, it works with Alexa and Google. Ass Actually, no, I think it just works with Google Assistant. Um, so you can do several things with it. It'll check like the weather. It'll like set your appointment, see what's there. You know, the very basic stuff. And it's supposed to be a, like a minimalistic design instead of like everything having screens nowadays. It's going to just be a block of wood on your wall to uh, give you directions and do stuff for you. 
because that's not weird at all. But it does lead to certain aspects. Like, imagine a like a bad head, or what do you call them again? Like headboards. Yes, yeah, a headboard. Yeah. So imagine your headboard having that like built inside of it, or like your your drawer or cabinet, or like your kitchen sink, essentially. That could be interesting. Like, it's an interesting concept. I probably would not get this particular product, uh, product, but I could see it being enveloped into other products. That probably would make a bit more sense. I also did notice that it was kind of laggy when, like, you would try to tap on it or say something and, like, have it do something. It was, yeah, it was kind of, it took like three to five seconds before like anything would happen and then it would like do letters out block um, letter by letter so yeah it's kind of i would say it's still in concept but it's already a product so it's kind of weird um do, how do you think that will be really received vicky i think presidents will have the same reaction we did Cause when I first saw it, I was like, is this like a piece of stick? And uh, I just like mash tacks with tack tack with it. I was like, what? Hey, but like you said, it could be it could be something small now, but developing something into something larger later. That's what I'm I'm really hoping happens. I, I really am hoping that's the case. There was another weird product that I saw though, and this one Not was the one that is for your clothes for you. Huh? The one that is for your clothes for you. That one I've actually seen some. Okay, no, it's not. Wait, I've oh, seen stuff like, like of, that before. The height of laziness. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that one, I've I've seen like where you, there's this thing that you could do, and you put your shirts on it, and you just like kind of fold it, and it folds the shirt for you like that um actually no i think this is the first one that i've seen that folds clothes i know there's one that steams your clothes and you just put it in but i was like a fear a few thousand dollars and i have no idea how well that actually went but um yeah it's kind of weird that they had one that folds shirts pants pretty much any item of clothing um but then that was still expensive as well. How, like I think that was like a thousand something dollars to get it. Yeah, and that's that's um, Australian dollars. Ooh, so it's a thousand three hundred and seventy Australian dollars. How much is that in American? Google. Google to the rescue. Oh, it's not bad. That's not bad. Like, what? What's the price? Oh, um, it is actually a little under a thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's not that bad. But then at the same point, it's... so it would be you being nine hundred and eighty dollars. Here's the thing, though. Would you be willing to spend $980 to have something fold your clothes for you within five minutes? Nah, I just fold it myself. 
Yeah. I usually I usually full close while I'm watching something. The time go time goes by really fast. So there's really a bother for me. Exactly. I mean me personally, sure. It's it's great that I can fold like an entire load of clothes in five minutes, but at the same point, like is the investment of nine hundred and something dollars really worth that short amount of like investment plus then that's me having to store it and then what happens if something breaks and then i need a replacement part or like to fix it and versus my hands yeah i don't know about that one if you have a boatload of money by all means feel free to th throw it at that though though turning about boatloads of money there was one product that i saw that they didn't give a price for but everyone that reviewed it pretty much said they expected it to be a few thousand dollars it's the wearable tv no but that's a good one too oh okay this one was the asus rogue or uh, rog mothership which was essentially the the, t um, the laptop that kind of becomes like an all-in-one desktop but you fold it the other way around so typically where you have the keyboard on the bottom like when you open it up from the clamshell the keyboards like that uh it's actually the other way around in a sense you open it up and the keyboard is actually you turn it like that i'm not saying this right <laughs> essentially what happens is something let's see if i can uh, i can't get a good video of it right now but essentially it opens up very large to become a monitor in a sense that can connect to all of your connections like USB, uh, Ethernet, so on and so forth. The keyboard is detachable and you can actually fold it up and you can connect it to it uh, wired via USB type C or go wireless. And um, it's supposed to actually have a lot of power inside of it. Like it's supposed to be a powerhouse that can really and truly rival a desktop. And so it has desktop components inside of it. It's not like using NVIDIA's Max-Q designs or anything of the sort. It's got a bunch of like f uh, space on the back for the heat to actually dissipate. Instead of the, all the heat, all the, like per usual with laptops, all the fans and stuff being on the bottom of the, the back, bottom part, it's all where you would normally have like your monitor for your laptop on the back it's of it like, it's like a desktop tablet you know because you know how persons always refer to tablets as like the laptop killer yeah yeah this is it's pretty much exactly like that and it's i'm expecting it to be a good couple thousand dollars i'm expecting that to be anywhere around four to five thousand dollars to be quite honest because i've seen some laptops that people have been reviewing and these things are behemoths with like, there was quite literally one that needs two power plugs just to turn on. 
I don't know if you saw that one from Dave, Vicky. Um, no, I haven't seen that one. But that thing was huge. That thing was like wider than I am. And I think he said it weighed about 20 pounds. So yeah, that was, and it has like a curved display. And I mean, it's a beautiful laptop, but overkill. And I'm, I'd be, I'm glad this design came through. More so because this is actually, this is actually really nice design when you actually think about it. It's different than everything else out there for the most part. That's in the laptop territory. But at the same time, it makes a lot of sense because no longer are having guys, if you know this, you know, having to worry about heat going towards your junk or for general people on your lap and burning your lap, essentially. Or, you know, worrying about like if you're clogging up the fan if because you have it on your bed or whatnot. Uh, I would like to see more stuff come out like this. I'll, I'll be honest. But Vicky gave an interesting one, and it was LG's roll-up TV, which I think they, sh if I remember correctly, they showed yeah, off they last showed year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, but it was more like I think a concept last year. But yeah. this time they came back with the developed and everything. And so which is so nice. <sighs> it was like I, I don't know if I'm gonna get that versus. Did you see Samsung's like? invisible tv or monitor or whatever like that one was interesting like essentially what it is is they have the circuit board running through it essentially um linus did a video on it for something very similar um and essentially you can see right through the tv to the other side of it there's no mirrors no um like cameras or any parlor tricks behind it you can quite literally see to the other side it's a little opaque so you're not won't see things like 100 percent clear um but you can still see to the other side and admittedly when it was tested if you turn off the lights in your room and like let's say you you're gaming or something like that it's not really meant for that it's more so for like commercial use and stuff but let's say you were watching a movie or gaming or something like that. You can quite literally see very well with this. And even in like regular lighting, it works pretty well. Like you can see the person, you can see whatever it is behind you while at the same time seeing what's on the screen. And this is actually a pretty neat little feature to actually have for something like a shop window, for example, like in my opinion. Because you could have something in your window, but and then like let's use jewelry because they kind of use jewelry in the example. Um, you can have like a necklace or something like that, and then have your commercial of your that same necklace displaying right in front of it. People can see the commercial, people can see the actual product, and so it kind of makes sense without having to go like 3D and projectors and like however else that some other places have been doing across Europe and other places like that. Have you found it as of yet, Vicky? Yes, I have. What's your impression of it?
I think this is going to cause a good couple of albums on the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I thought, I, thought the, I thought the LG Rollable T was going to be a lot. This is going to be way more than that. Yeah. Just the the research and development of this, I'm pretty sure will drive the price of this thing up. Because admittedly like this is kind of a first like you don't see invisible tvs out there so imagine to the point where you can actually this becomes consumer based you can quite literally put this up on your wall it looks like it's just your wall just like a slightly darker color or you can throw this up anywhere essentially and just enjoy looking to the other side like there was nothing there Ooh. Imagine the day that we'll have invisible rollable TV screens. Imagine then we'll have invisible phones. That's yeah. one thing that's coming up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I've seen concepts of it. Nothing has actually come about, but this can mm, make it... This can make it if possible. If we have invisible phones, I wonder if we'd actually like, lose them more. Because they're going to be invisible, so you won't really be able to see them. Well, I mean, you'll still, like, see the, the shape and everything like that, I'm I'm sure. And Because even with this TV, it's, like, slightly, like I said, it's slightly darker. So it's not entirely invisible. It's, yeah, it's more opaque. Exactly. So, it, like, you'll still be, like, if you pick it up, you can see your hand. Or, like, if you're walking, you can see to the other side and make sure you're not about to run into anybody. But uh, I think people would still end up losing them just because they're phones. I mean, how many times have you like maybe gone to the bathroom, taken out your phone while you're on the loo and like rested your phone down when, and then just like walked out? Um, I don't really lose my phone in public, but I lost my phone in the house a few times. But I usually, you know, Apple ecosystem. So I usually just like, <laughs> I usually just like ring off my phone, off my watch to try and find it. I've done the same thing. And so I have to be like, hey, gee, ring my phone or something like, where's my phone or something like along those lines. And then listen out. Mom hasn't gotten used to it yet. It's like she's still actually to call her phone. Oh, she's still in the old school days. What were you saying though? Oh, I said, especially like if I fell asleep on my phone in my bed and I wake up, I wake up and I can't find it, then I have to call. Well, I basically just ping it off until like I hear the sound and then I like follow it to figure out where it dropped. Yeah, I've had to do that as well a few times. A few times. Most times it ends up being on my bed, which is sad because then it's just like lifting a sheet and then like. Sheet. Yep. Yeah. I feel dumb after that. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the new uh, GPUs that are coming out from NVIDIA and AMD by any chance? Yes. What are your thoughts? Because if I remember correctly, I think I watched the video for one. If I remember 100% correctly. I know some people in chat, like in our Discord chat, they 
are not so enthused with the AMD uh, GPU. And even inside like our personal WhatsApp group. Like we had a friend that wasn't in, so enthused by it as well. And the main reason for that is actually something that <laughs> it's it's a little like dicey right now because okay, so Nvidia and AMD make graphic processor units. Uh, which are the things that pretty much power and allow us to play really intensive games without there being any like stuttering that gives us like great quality and so on and so forth. And NVIDIA came out with their own earlier on um, in CES saying that, you know, they have their their previous models that they announced. They're now in the mobile range. So, you know, there's about like a 10 percent like quality uh, performance loss but there's they have most of the performance there and then they came up with like a budgeted version of the new system the new cards which is the 2060 and that had tepid responses as well from a lot of different people uh simply because you know you're cutting with these new systems to enable certain things you're pretty much cutting your performance in half unless you're using certain things um the thing about amd is that they aren't pretty much using in any of that there's no uh ray tracing which pretty much is the thing that cuts to the nvidia's performance in half they there is no uh tensor or neural networking tr or machine learning uh components inside of it and there's no uh ds sorry dls which is kind of like the machine learning part of it that upscales it and makes sure that your performance stays good um that said amd's is a good powerhouse for general computing and so that's what people are saying and having problems with like it's it's not really a competitor in the long term it's a competitor in the here and now which i think it personally is fine because not a whole lot of games actually support some of these things sure anthem people are saying like anthem's the first game that's going to be supporting it and so like the people need to get on it so on and so forth but at the same point anthem needs to be a good game first and we don't really like they've shown us a lot of stuff that makes us makes a lot of people like hope that they will be but there's still no guarantee uh, so well at least that's that's my thought what's your thoughts on like this whole nvidia amd thing I had actually, I actually didn't see the AMD one. I think I saw the NVIDIA one. I think I saw that one. Which I understand now, like producing a budget and one because they know not everybody has like the pocket to get the premium model. But if you're going to cut back on, but then that also. It's kind of a 50-50 thing because you have to cut back in order for it to be a budget a budget product. But exactly. at the same time, you don't want to cut back too much where it ends up being like a more waste of money budget product instead of being like something that's going to be profitable to them and also the consumers. Exactly. And that's kind of... That's kind of like the weird reasoning behind it and uh, like p 
people are not really comparing it to its previous version, which is the 1060. They're comparing it to the 1070 Ti uh, from NVIDIA. And it makes sense because it's a few dollars shy of that 10, uh, 1070 Ti price, which is like $379, I think it is. And the... Uh, the 2060 is 349 dollars if i remember correctly yeah that's it yeah so people are really comparing it based on price and then there was some people that were saying like oh you always you don't really look for the the exact model number for like that's bumped up the next year you look at the one that's slightly higher and you compare it like that and that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me to be quite honest but whatever at the end of the day i it i would say this if you do not have one of the 10 nvidia gtx 10 xx series the 2060 is a good uh model to get for an upgrade if you already have one i would probably suggest you wait for the supposed 11 xx series that's supposed to be coming out later on this year um which you know may not have some of the like neural networking stuff but at the same time it'll probably have most of the stuff that you'll want to be using as a gamer so we'll see how that goes now you know what's weird vicky like there was a lot of car stuff at this like I've been noticing like cars are becoming more of a thing at CES now. Like is do you think CES is becoming more of an auto show at this point? An auto show. Um I don't know. Tesla kind of started up this whole match between automobile and technology trend. So more more average car um dealerships and companies are trying to cash into the same revenue that tesla is getting so they're trying to push for the whole electronic cars and push for persons to see them and with like the best place for persons to see electronic cars or electronic mobile um yeah mobiles is to shoot them at uh ces because you know like that's that's like the tech show that everybody's going to be watching. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because when you really think about it, it is the consumer electronics show. So it's just kind of weird to consider like cars as the electronics now as well. I guess. So I guess people just need to try and come to terms with that. Like these cars are more than just cars now. They're they're part of our infotainment systems. Is Google Assistant and like um, Apple CarPlay inside these things now? So and they had like Mercedes even partnered up with, um, I think it's Garmin and the, the the GPS navigation company. Mm -hmm. Mercedes even partnered up with them to create a smartwatch that it connects with the gps and the car at the same time mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so they, they partnered up to create one of them. So it's interesting to see that Mercedes even jumping on board with this. I did see one interesting, well, actually two interesting things. And it's kind of funny that two companies came out with it around the same time. I think it was, I could be wrong. I think it was um, Nissan and one other company. I don't remember the name. But essentially what they did is they started to bring augmented reality into the car. Um, so you pretty much put on like a headset. Well, not a headset, but like a helmet of sorts. And like for the, I think it was the Nissan, something popped up from like the dashboard in the front. And then like, you could start to see like different routes or like there was quite literally one, like an anime waifu type girl that came out (laughs) and was like interacting with you. And would like, if you pointed towards like a picture or a destination, for example, she'd grab it and like push everything else back and like hold it up front for you and like it's there's a lot of interesting things that are kind of happening with that um let me see car ar like just do a quick search for that um let's see use so augmented reality navigation overlays that was genesis Yeah, so, okay, yeah, so it was Nissan. Wow, okay, Mashable calls it Nissan's freaky AR concept would project friends into your car. Um, oh, and put digital friends in your car. Apparently, they have two different titles for it, and it just changed automatically for me. Um, but, yes, and then there's another one that has augmented reality navigation overlays directing so for this one, it's kind of like what they've already kind of like mocked up in some hacky kind of ways where it like projects onto the windshield. This one has it automatically built in, it seems. Where I'm guessing it still projects it onto the windshield and t- tells you when to take a left, when to take a right, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of stuff like this that has people bringing their stuff to CES to show off their cars. It's kind of weird. And, and the Hyundai walking car. That was interesting too. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> a walking yeah, car? Like the, you know, they have like a walking car. It's like it has it has legs and it, look, it looks like it can convert between bringing out the legs on the car walking to having the legs tuck in and creating wheels the kind of like drive on the road this thing is freaky like this is i'm looking at it now this thing is like the dyson robots just enlarged essentially uh yeah this i mean this is interesting like it they have an example where it's pulling up to someone's like townhouse essentially like so that you can just like walk right into it or roll right into the car without having to go down your steps um it's i don't know i don't know this one's a bit weird for me like i i don't know (laughs) like this was a little bit too weird for me right now (laughs) i i don't know would you feel like fine going into that thing like if it just rolled up to like um, 
song was actually rolled up to him for more or less um disability reasons because it looks like the guy is actually in a wheelchair so i think they're trying to show that that you know it's good it can help take him to and from uh the hospital to like where he needs to go because i know with the article i saw with the hyundai the hyundai walking car there's like oh you know the hyundai walking car could be the hours of the future so clearly they're pushing it to more like a medical point of view for it no i mean in that kind of sense it makes sense but at the same point like actually no it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because then if that works then you may not need like those companies essentially that would like put a lift there to take you down then have to put the lift to get you into the car then drive you around uh, yeah you, this would essentially allow you to any taxi essentially to come and get you so i mean that kind of works did you see razor's vision for the future with their like whole like keyboard and um keyboard and mouse um and the yeah, chair this one that the plugs into the oh i saw the one that plugs into the xbox one where the keyboard and mouse is kind of like separate and then the mouse is yeah that was actually pretty neat that one was neat and then the, the system that it actually like connects to a computer like so if you're playing a game essentially um and something explodes in front of you you feel it in the keyboard and the wrist pads and a little bit like as you're walking you feel it in the mouse but if something explodes in the back of you then kind of like the cushion in your chair starts to vibrate and you feel it there and then if you're wearing the headset that they came out with then like you feel the vibrations there as well and so it's kind of like they're trying to go really haptic feedback with it which is weird in a sense because then it's it's kind of almost like it's trying to go with the vr set without actually going vr and yeah i don't know it could be an interesting setup i don't know how popular it's gonna be though it may be i don't know 40x is kind of popular and it kind of has the similar effects from that that is true that is true i mean granted there won't be any like unless you have like a friend there there's like spraying water on you <laughs> i usually turn off the water when i go in so i have no issues with that <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the stream zafiria um i generally leave mine on so it's just kind of like spurt spurt and i i try i've gone in with a few friends and i like they disable it and then i like you should probably try with it on because it's their first time and then they like they shout whenever it's first time <laughs> so it's kind of funny with that no, it reminds me of the the um the twist around at universal studios but instead of standing up you sitting down oh that would be interesting yeah i actually haven't gone to that no, apparently, apparently it isn't there anymore. One of my coworkers told me that they shut it down. I was like, "Ouch!" That was like my childhood. Ah, uh, kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> they got rid of the Twister. There, you got rid of Jaws. So it's just like they're cutting off all the old movies slowly but surely. 
I mean, they kind of have to make space for the others, for the new stuff, I guess. Until they do another reboot. It's only about a time before Twister get to reboot. <laughs> Twister 2. <sighs> there was... Um, I'm not going to get into the whole monitor thing. Because, yeah, Razer brought out a new monitor as well, but that's, like, really insanely expensive. That's, like, 700 bucks. And its only real claim to fame is the cable management system. There's some other monitors. Oh, I actually that... saw that one. I saw that monitor. What did you think? With the, the, the lights underneath it. Yeah. It, to me, I mean, it's nice, but it's, like, kind of overkill. For $700? Like... I, I could get like two monitors that are better than that, essentially. So, I don't know. It's all about the brand. Definitely all about the brand with Razer. But they're kind of like the apple of the Windows world in a sense. So it kind of makes sense with that. I don't know. But what would you say is the product that really caught your attention this year? Hmm. I would have to go with the rollable TV. I have to go with that one. Simply because they, they, they brought it up as a concept last year and they actually made it into, they basically like made, they made a working model of it more sense because like you know for some days you see the ts usually they usually see them and they're like oh you know that's nice to have blah, blah, blah. you get excited for it, like you said earlier you get excited for it and then come to find like it never comes out but for this yeah. one you actually got excited for it and this one came out and like it's like if they could produce like mass produce it and customers can get it you know it's going to be hella expensive and you can't wait to like see like probably when your rich friends get one so you go down and play with it Cause it actually, it does look pretty neat. Like you could, you could have the TV. You can hide it in the box if you don't want. Like the TV to always be out. You can crawl the TV. I think a quarter, quarter of the way. So you can show it. Show it's more like kind of like a status bar. Mm -hmm. When you don't want to have the full TV up, like the full screen on, it's like crop it like um like a quarter away and you just like show the status bar, like the weather, so what's going on, and then you can have the tv at full length and like watch this large movie or tv whatever you want to watch on tv i don't know what most people watch but yeah so i think that was that was like my big to do from ces to cl that lg actually followed through with what they promised last year <laughs> for me i would actually have to say the asus rogue mothership rog mothership um just simply because i like I said before, I, I like the concept behind it. And while that's probably going to cost a few thousand dollars, I would like to see... Honestly, I'd like to see laptops kind of move towards that in the future. And eventually go down in price. Hopefully. Really, truly, like, crossing my fingers. I've been, I want these to go I've down in price. Waiting, I've been waiting for laptops to go down. But Apple just keeps raising them. I don't know. I'm actually surprised you didn't like bring up the whole Apple going on like different TVs 
like the apple uh what's it called like uh, oh um itunes music um movie and itunes tv shows and they and they also implemented airplay yep. so you have airplay you have um airplay sound and etc so like persons could stream on any of the apple devices to like different tv different smart tvs that have the application mm-hmm. all the support for it which yeah, like, person is all like moved towards because there's you no know, Appleton like cahoots with getting their own like streaming service. So mm-hmm. persons, you know, it's only like uh dipping your toe in the water for that. And I mean it's smart. Like this is Apple's already having some issues of their own recently. Hence that like little meetup that they had. Um <laughs> internally. <laughs> that, that's honestly and truly all their fault. Like they really was pushing person's buttons with their price increases between the time frame of last year, well, 2017 and yeah. 2018. So they have no one to blame but themselves for that. I completely agree. I And they're the ones that's caused the rise of pricing for a lot of other products as well, which is kind of weird in its own right. Um, What would you say is the most innovative one that you've seen. Hmm. Let me see. I actually had a list. The most innovative in, innovative one I I'd agree with was the Hyundai um walking vehicle. Like I would have never thought about that at all. So I think that like that would be the most innovative one for me. Because like, like most usually when you see persons speaking about automobiles and technology it's always like something dealing with ai or like self-driving cars and stuff like that you never figured persons would make oh you know like a walking vehicle that's true like the only time i've seen something similar was during one of like a smart city concept kind of thing where it's it kind of like raises the car up to go over other cars like it's an emergency vehicle type thing um but even that that was just for government use an emergency vehicle at that and not really anything for consumers so this is this is different this is this one's actually something that we may actually see and more than just a concept to be quite honest like it actually they're showing it out to the public now in a place like ces which admittedly there, like I said, there's been vaporware, so it's not a hundred percent, but it's still better than just being on the internet. <laughs> it says that's reflecting the AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I would have to say the most innovative is that Samsung um, invisible TV, like that. That took some serious brain works to try and figure that out to actually have the circuitry and like the image to still be quite visible while still being able to see straight through it like that. And it's not just like shining light through it. It's actually like a a stable image. There's no like loss of quality or anything like that. It's it's nice. I, I can't deny it. Like I if the price which they haven't said, but I believe would be quite high. 
wasn't as high as I believe it would be, I would be tempted to get it. No doubt. It's the power of Samsung. The amount of money that they make. And the amount of money that they, that they can manufacture in such a time frame. Exactly. And the thing is, I don't buy Samsung like monitors or TVs. Like that's my hard thing. And so if I'm getting that, that's saying something. Um for me there was a product that came out that I would give the crappiest award to. The stick? No, not the stick. The smart toilet. <laughs> that cost <laughs> the smart toilet that um Cole has actually came out they released pricing and they reported by seeing that they said that it starts the smart mirrors start at $1,249 smart mirrors were okay for the 24 inch version the shower system that they have with voice commands and spa presets cost $3,000 the freestanding bathtub costs four thousand eight hundred and forty nine dollars. And guess how much the toilet goes for? Five thousand. Seven thousand. And if you want it in black, it's nine thousand. <laughs> Vincent's, Vincent's black became such a premium color. It's usually like gold or something. Like it why just why like people people continue to mix smart with any item that they can find in their household i don't know anyone and this goes for people that i know that quite literally can throw money away at stuff who would buy a toilet for nine thousand dollars People who can spend that kind of money generally are pretty frugal with their money. And like they they spend their money wisely. That ain't wise at all. I don't suggest anyone buy any of this stuff. <laughs> but definitely that toilet. That is crap. So that's my crap award. <laughs> At least it glows. <laughs> that, wow. <laughs> so now we're like Bob's Burger and like that episode of Bob's Burger with the toilet. <laughs> it looks like this actually looks like one of those, you know, those futuristic toilets that you tend to see on movies or like anything that's set like in the future. It looks just yep, like that. It does. I will admit, like the aesthetics for it is on point for like future tech. But that pricing is not future tech. <laughs> that I mean, it's future tech pricing. Don't get me wrong, but like. In the next couple of years, that price will drop. So everybody save your money until then. That price better drop <laughs> as soon as that launch. If they want to sell it. But uh, what would be your crap product if you had one? Mm, my own would actually be the. Um, okay. Mine would be the 
the um folding mate, the one that, that folds it close for you. Ah, yeah. I could I could understand that. <laughs> Just like that's purely the highlight of laziness. I don't understand why persons would persons would purchase a machine to fold your clothes for you when you can just do it yourself uh you don't spend no money i just make it save it for you to like just fold the clothes yourself it might be for but like people. you said i like you said you gonna purchase the product then when things go wrong you have to purchase parts yep I and mean, then you need to find a technician that can fix the product, especially if the company itself doesn't have like their own storefront or like their own tech side technicians to fix it for you. Exactly. I haven't helped you if you live outside the country, like we do. Like we have. I know. I know. But I mean, maybe you're the kind of person that like time is money and that's time that you could spend doing something else. I just don't see it. I don't see it for either of these products, but maybe that's you. What would you say is the best product from CES this year? Mm-hmm. Like the oh, utmost man, best. a tough one. Oh, man. I actually... Can't list this one. I'll do more. So I'll say one of my favorite products this year from CES. Okay. You can do that? Okay. Sure. Um I'd say my favorite product is the Razor keyboard mouse that's well, the keyboard, the mouse is magnetically attached to the keyboard and has a little pad that you can pull out and push back in uh you connect it to um the xbox or like any other hardware by just the oh man what's it called yeah i can't remember the term anyway like more or less like the the key Key insert similar to what persons use for wireless mouses. Well, they used to use wireless mouses, I don't think they still use them now. We just like slide it into the USB port and it automatically connects to the device. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's one of my favorite products. Hmm, for me, I that was actually a little bit. It was, it, that was a toughie as well for me. Um, if I had to pick of everything that was at CES, uh, hmm. Jackie's saying that Yon is contagious with the key. Uh, there were a lot of Google Assistant and Alexa stuff, so I can't really give it to any one of them. There was a lot of AI stuff. But I yeah. felt like persons went AI crazy. They did. They did. There weren't a whole lot of 
laptop stuff other than the Asus and Acer stuff. Um, Devin says, pretty sure some glasses free 3D displays were revealed at CES 2019 too. Um, I mean, but they always kind of do that, but it's always some kind of gimmick behind it. So I don't really look too in-depth at those. Uh, there were some headsets that came out, but the headsets always are very basic kind of stuff. So... I have like like underwater earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of like random stuff. Yeah. Like, I always feel like like when you're underneath water you need to be able to hear like, something's happening above water level. I know persons like to throw in their headphones and blast their music super loud. Yeah. Honestly, I know that kind of were already like there last year, but I like the fact that they were able to cut down on this one. And it, for me, I think it's probably going to end up being the uh, Samsung wall, but the smaller version of it. Oh, the wall TV? Yeah. Like they, they showed that it actually can have like a smaller commercial and like consumer use to it. Um, if I remember correctly, you don't really notice the seams inside of it all that much unless you're like right up on it. But if you're like sitting back watching TV and stuff, you're not going to really notice it. And it's, it's still a pro something that they're working on releasing for this year. But I mean, it's, it's essentially a TV that you can make as big as you want it to make it. And you could actually have it becoming like different TV shows or whatever on or different whatevers on each individual panel that you add up. So that could be an interesting way for a lot of different stuff for TVs in the future. Um, if it wasn't going to be that, I would have probably said the um, invisible TV for that. But I, Samsung's doing pretty good with this this year. And as much as I want to give it to like the Asus, sorry, yeah, the Asus um, mothership, like, I don't know. Samsung is more of a game changer than that for me, in my opinion. Samsung and LG came to kill in the television department. They did. They really, really did. Yeah, she, if I, I do think it was the Samsung um, panel I was listening to, where I did throw a lot of AI in and a lot of their products, but they are like the the smart fridge where you can now whatever like like, like a it's, I think it's come on like a nest and mm. your family could share photos on the smart fridge you can like little make like post-its and add stickers and stuff onto the fridge yeah so i mean it's it's an interesting way and samsung can do it because they make quite literally a bunch of different stuff they make um <laughs> they make uh stoves they make dishwashers they make laundry uh, like the dryer and washer they make fridges they make microwaves they they make tvs they make like quite literally almost any electronic inside your house they they make them so their ecosystem is i dare say it's like almost 
untouchable by most stuff because they also own the smart things ecosystem which is an iot system that a lot of different iot devices run on or have allow connection to so yeah they're kind of like i would say their connect their ability to connect is bigger than apples and that's saying something Apple has the ability to connect within their devices. If, like anything out of the Apple device range, no. Until like recently, whereas they introduced the whole iTunes movie, iTunes TV thing for different on different smart TVs. Yeah. But that's only there to basically feed their gain, which is when they want to launch their subscription service. Yeah, and besides. The more eyes that you get on your, quite literally, the stuff that you want eyes on, like your shows, your movies, and the stuff you're going to stream, plus like the music and stuff like that, then it makes sense to partner up with other companies so that you can get eyes on it. So it ends up being a win for them either way. So, yeah. Were there any other stuff that you had uh, listed for? Awards? Mm. Um, I give the next Redis product to the the mute smart display, <laughs> which is the pink stick. <laughs> oh, did you just call it a pink stick? <laughs> yeah, it's like a pink stick. It was really like a, like a super weird product, but if they could, if they could take that concept and make it into something bigger, I would be widely improved. I'm all impressed. I agree. Like I, I want to see where that technology ends up, because if you can mix that with stuff like wireless charging, boy, you can really start rocking stuff. Imagine waking up, just running your finger along, along the um, the bureau next to your bed and like your, a set of commands goes off and lifts up your um, your blinds because there's now like blinds that are now um, I forget who made them I know one company made smart blinds and so you can actually control it just like with uh, it connects to smart things and everything like that too It'll turn on your lights. It'll tell you what's happening for your day. It'll start playing your the podcast that you like to listen to. Um, start up your shower. Start on your coffee or whatever it is. And just do a whole bunch of stuff. Like That's where that can start ending up. And I think that's... Without having the need to start looking at a, a screen first thing in the morning. Embrace your retinas exactly <laughs> if you don't get the reference we had an episode where we pretty much talked about why cell phones screens on a whole and so on and so forth are uh, essentially killing your eyes and poisoning them to a degree so feel free to check out that episode on our youtube page but that actually i dare say covers it for this week yes yes okay so guys as per usual we'd like to thank everyone that came on so i'd like to thank my co-host vicky for coming on especially since this is a holiday here welcome 
I'd like to thank everyone that joined in on chat, everyone that liked and posts and shared and so on and so forth. Plus, guys, don't forget, we have more tech every Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and our sister show, Esports Wrap, on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. Going forward, you can always find us at our youtube.com slash more cookies, M-O-A-R cookies uh, website for our past episodes or morecookies.com. Or if you like to listen to just the audio versions of stuff, feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts on. Me, sometimes I actually like to listen to um, Pocket Casts, but I digress. If you guys want to actually uh, be a part of the conversation, feel free to hit us over on our Discord chat where we were actually talking about CES a little bit earlier on this week. And that's where we kind of got some of your feedback for the same episode. So, until next time, guys, do take care.